0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, January 25th. Uh, U.S. equity futures are trading in the red, although they've since bounced off their lows. So you have S&P futures down 25 points. That's about 55 basis points. Dow futures are nearly back to flat. They're down 38 points. That's just 10 basis points. And the NASDAQ is underperforming down 140 points, which is about 1%. Just keep in mind, markets remain extremely volatile. So by the time you listen to this, these prices may have changed Um, Europe is outperforming. The major European indices are up about a percent plus. You are seeing outperformance in Europe in the core cyclical groups. So banks, basic resources, energy are all up about 2% plus. Uh, And then Asia generally finished in the red across the board. Um, Nikkei, Hang Seng, Shanghai Comp, et cetera, all off um, at least 1%. India outperformed in Asia. So I think again just to kind of look i think it's important in this type of environment to make a strong distinction between volatility in markets and then news flow markets are moving around um in a much more violent fashion than uh underlying the the shifting underlying narrative and i think uh again just keep that in mind as prices swing aggressively hour to hour um you know heading into this year my big my biggest concern has been the withdrawal of stimulus and the effects that would have on multiples that remains my biggest concern by far I think that as the stimulus tide withdraws from the market, it leaves stocks—you um, know—the the immune system of stocks, to use a virus analogy, is becoming compromised, leaving equities more vulnerable to um, other types of more ancillary negatives such as geopolitical risks. So, on the subject of stimulus withdrawal, the two biggest headlines this morning, in my opinion, Singapore came out with a surprise monetary tightening action, and then you had an upside Australian CPI print. Um, So again, continuing with the theme that you're seeing inflationary pressures rise globally um, and central banks are being forced to react. Um, Some other items to note this morning, you had some encouraging auto production headlines from Toyota and Hyundai in Japan. Um, Toyota in particular is apparently um, planning on a big ramp in in auto production output, suggesting that the company anticipates a normalization in auto um, auto supply chain trends. No, if you were to dissect the drivers of inflation, um, especially in the US, but even globally, autos is as close to ground zero as you can get. So if you are to see the auto production, uh, if you start to see auto production figures ramp and the auto supply chain normalize, that would go a very long way towards helping alleviate some of the upside price pressures. Um, Nothing too major on the earnings front. You did have some kind of quote unquote older school tech companies have decent numbers. So Ericsson, IBM, and Logitech. None of them really blew anyone away. Um, You know, IBM in particular, there's a lot of um, optimism around the revenue growth. I talk about it in the piece. There are a lot of kind of moving pieces. Um, It's somewhat of an engineered revenue growth, given that they recently spun out a big chunk of the company. Um, So that's helping the uh, denominator when they do the calculation on growth. It's also some commercial arrangements with that new uh, spun off unit. So. Certainly improvement in the top line trends, but I don't think it's as robust um, as some of the headlines make it seem. On the geopolitical front, you know, the news is very mixed. So obviously you have a lot of reports about NATO and the U.S. repositioning troops and equipment. Um, I actually think that the tone, the tenor of, of news reports in the last 12 hours was probably a bit more encouraging than it looked over the weekend. Um, you know, the U.S. and NATO are due to um, provide a response to Russia sometime in the coming days as far as the demands that, that Moscow is seeking um, to help alleviate the tensions. Um, so we'll have to see how it all plays out. I continue to think this is not the primary driver of markets. Like I said, I think that in this environment whereby um, you know, you're seeing the withdrawal of the stimulus blanket. Tape is now more susceptible to other other types of um, potential headwinds, but I really don't think it, geopolitics is kind of driving everything. Um, I have a big uh, update in the mark in the piece this morning just about kind of the items that are really driving equities, the core concerns of investors. Again, I think it's stimulus withdrawal um, remains the paramount concern. I think in the last week, going back to the last week, and then starting with bank earnings season and then Netflix, um, there is some anxiety around the state of EPS estimates. So the concern had just been the multiple placed under these estimates. I think now there are some legitimate concerns about whether or not those estimates themselves have to be trimmed. The flash PMIs yesterday for January definitely showed some, um, you know, a setback in growth. I think you're going to see that as more January data hits the tape. Um, You know, Omnicron, I think markets are justified in being very optimistic in the outlook for the pandemic. But you are going to see some disruption in January growth figures from um, from the Omicron wave. So that's just something to keep in mind. I don't think you're really seeing a sharp um, you know sustained deceleration in growth momentum. I think it's more just that most recent wave working its way through the economic data. Um, you know, on valuation front, you did have the SP PE pull back, you know, about two and a half turns as of the lows on yesterday from the high of uh, you know late last year. But you've also had yields move as well. So the you know equity risk premium hasn't moved nearly as much as the um, you know the decline in the absolute PE. Um, so just circling back to the calendar for today, the focus will stay on earnings as far as scheduled catalysts are concerned, the big reports before the open, American Express, GE, Johnson and Johnson, um, you have Raytheon and Verizon all before the open. After the close, you have Capital One, Microsoft and Texas Instruments. Um, And that is everything for today, Tuesday, January 25th. Thank you for listening.